Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You're listening to the SportsGrid Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Yes, and we are ready for more football here tonight. College football will be, uh, it will be on tap. Three great games set up for us here tonight, leading us into week four of the college football season tomorrow, where the big boys get to play. You got... Notre Dame, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin. Uh, But before we get there, we got plenty of opportunities for you guys to be able to make it rain. Tonight, we'll talk some college football coming up. Uh, And, of course, we had had a college game last night uh, that we told you might just be a little bit more exciting than the NFL game between Jacksonville and the Tennessee Titans. And, uh, yeah, we were right about that because the college game was heads and tails more exciting than anything that we got in the NFL game. But the NFL game means week three of the NFL season. It is underway, and we want to welcome you guys in. Much to discuss uh, about what we witnessed last night and much to talk about what we've got coming up here because it is a big, big weekend, not just in the NFL and college football, guys, Major League Baseball. Uh, Ten days, that's what we've got. Ten days left. These weekend series for a lot of teams like Milwaukee, Chicago, St. Louis, uh, Oakland, Tampa Bay, the Indians. A lot of people battling here in the final ten days of the season in order to be able to get the job done. Hell, even the Yankees who clinched last night, they still ain't rolling over. They want home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Half a game behind the Houston Astros right now. Dodgers right there as well. Who will win uh, the Major League Baseball best record and hold court when it, uh, when it comes time in October when those decisions have to be made? Uh, so it was a nice situation last night at Yankee Stadium. But it was a little bit lower keyed than uh, than some people thought it was going to be. And I the reason is, listen, they know that uh, it's not like making it to the playoffs or the Yankees is some sort of accomplishment. They love it's nice. But like Boone said last night, they've got bigger fish to fry. And uh, Dane, we'll start with uh, that uh, that game, whatever that was, that looked like a football game last night in Jacksonville. It was there was a football Uh, And there was also a bunch and a boatload of flags. And it was Flagapalooza last night early on in that game. And we were on in-game live when it was started. And it was kind of hard to to follow what was because we were monitoring the college game and everything else that was going on. But when you get the most recognizable figure in your sport in Tom Brady, the guy who loves football better than anybody and loves it more than anybody I know, uh, the dude who lives it, when he's jumping on Twitter going, or I can't watch this, what does the casual fan, what chance does the casual fan go of tuning into that last night and for no other reason going, I can't watch this, man. Ten flags, seven offensive holding calls in the first half alone. Man, it makes the game unwatchable. I, I don't know if he gets... 
if they send him an envelope uh, asking him mm-hmm. to stuff it with money. But Tom Brady's got a point, and I think it's a bad look when Brady's out there going, guys, I can't watch. This is awful. But he's got a point, man. It was awful. He does have a point, okay? And and to be quite honest, you know, you talk about the penalties. This was one of my biggest fears, Joe, with the idea of being able to replay pass interference. You know, just the idea of the start and stops of the game. To me, there's just no flow when you get a flag on every single play or they're replaying to see if they could generate a pass interference. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The product of Thursday night football is just not a good product, okay? You're expecting the these guys after playing in a game on Sunday to sack up and, you know, without a practice and one team to travel and to do it. And we saw it again last night. I think it is a bad product. It's penalties. We saw what I thought was a piss poor performance from Marcus Mariota. The only thing that's good is that Joe, you and I can benefit from it because we pretty much nailed this game cold in terms Mm -hmm. of it going with the under and in terms of our approach of how we wanted to bet it. So if the NFL is going to keep on running, out this bad product i'm gonna keep on betting the under and the home team yeah and and keep in mind too i mean 10 penalties called on both teams combined and seven of those tens were were thrown for holding to this point 33 games so far through this season there have been more penalty flags thrown this year than any year prior they are they are it is flag central here people and most of it is centering around the nfl's push and mandate with these refs to call offensive holding and to cut back on it because apparently over the offseason, a lot of teams, a lot of people complaining that offensive linemen and company were getting away with holding a lot. So you know what? They're calling them, guys. And even on the replays, as bad as it was, they they were holding. It wasn't fictitious. Yeah. It wasn't, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't like judgment call. Like, you could see the dudes holding his jerk. Like, it was yeah. it was holding. So, I get what the NFL is doing. I I understand it. I it's got, Maybe it's a necessary evil because how are you going to get teams to stop doing that if you don't flag them? But of those seven... Every one of them was offensive holding, and in, in, in the, they didn't miss the call. Right. They're just calling it instead of letting it go now. Yeah, and here's the thing. I remember, Joe, when they were talking about this uh, pass interference replay stuff, I remember saying to you on this air that the NFL could call holding on every single play in the NFL if they wanted to, okay? Mm -hmm. There is holding on every single play in the NFL. It's just a matter on if they call it or not, and they're calling it. What's interesting Mm -hmm. to me, though, Joe, do you remember how last year there were so many of the, like, roughing the passer calls in weeks one, two, and three, right, with the body weight? on the quarterback and stuff like that. And then around this time, everybody was like, oh my goodness, it's so much. Maybe they're just making their point and then it goes a little bit back down to normal. And that may be what we see. Maybe it kind of normalizes a little bit this season with holding as well. But Joe, it's too much. It interrupts the flow of a game and it's almost like every single play that happens, my running back goes for 13 yards. I'm expecting holding on the play, right? Right. And I'm expecting a 14-yard gain to turn into actually second and 20, which is horrible for the flow. And I think they acknowledge that maybe it's just them making their point early on like they did last year with unnecessary roughness yeah i get it uh but it's they're not hiding from it they they made it known that this is guys we are calling holding offensive holding and it's and it's happening in the trenches where uh, oftentimes 
offensive linemen get beat, what yeah. are they going to do? They're going to they hold. So yes, yep, <laughs> yep, they are. Yeah, I told you. But at the same time, you can't be throw. throwing flags for quarterbacks getting killed if you're going to let the offensive lineman hold. So, all right, much to get to here. We'll look at the numbers. We'll do that coming up here. We look to make it rain on a Friday. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Thursday night football last night. It was uh, rain, wind, penalties, uh, turnovers. It was uh, it was disgusting on a whole lot of levels. Uh, but there was a winner, and it was the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it was uh, it was Gardner Minshew yeah. who once again delivers for the Jacksonville Jags here, leading uh, leading them to. 
their first win of the 2019 NFL season. And welcome in here. I'm Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez, as we are on the grid, sportsgrid.com. It is time to make it rain. We got plenty of action coming up here tonight, too. Three great games, although I don't know that you're going to be able to beat the college game we had last night, and that ending was fantastic. But the NFL, we told you about the penalties. It was penalty fest, flag fest last night in that game. But it was also something else. It was anybody who thought the Tennessee Titans um, would be better off this year because they were rolling at the end of last year. They are really good to go. Um, yeah, no, there's something going on with the Tennessee Titans, and it's not it's not good. They opened up the season taking advantage of a very bad Cleveland Browns line, uh, which I think skewed the view of the Tennessee Titans a little bit as they went ahead and demolished Baker Mayfield on a road. But then, you know, they went toe-to-toe with Indianapolis. There were some chinks in the armor there. Mariota still kind of trying to get his footing. It was, uh, it wasn't that impressive. And then last night really was just short week on the road. And, I mean, what can you say? They, they were pretty much the entire Titans offense was outside of maybe Derrick Henry, who if you don't give him the ball, he can't be a factor. Uh, It was awful. Play calling was awful. Execution was awful. Marcus Mariota was awful. There was one nice deep ball, Tajay Sharp. Otherwise, got balls getting thrown all over the place. Now, granted, it was the weather started to deteriorate as the game went on. But the play calling. The, the, you know, I give credit to the Titans defense for doing what they needed to do. They were down 14 nothing before the blink of an eye in that game. And they held strong, right? They, they clamped down. They did what they needed to do to give the offense an opportunity to come back. And as bad as the game was, the Tennessee Titans were still only a score away from really getting back in that game. And they just couldn't do it, Dane. I, and between the play calling, Marcus Mariota... Uh, Vrabel after the game was like, yeah, we're going to have to take a hard look at uh, at ourselves in the mirror here because I don't know what to say. I, I don't know if is making the change at quarterback. Are you really going to get anything different from Ryan Tannehill? I don't know. I, you know, I, I watched him look great down here for four years. You know, he had opportunity. Man, he looks great. He's the future. And then he'll come out and give you three games in a row where you like what you got last night from Mariota. So it's a tough spot for the Tennessee Titans right now, but if you're Jacksonville, you've got to be you got to be excited that you've got a young kid, 23 years old, thrown into a spot that we've seen a lot of other 23-year-old rookies crumble in the moment, and so far he has delivered in a big way, continues to do so, and he's cool as a cucumber, man. The kid, the, yeah. nothing is too big for him. He, he he's not one of those guys. He's not you know deer caught in the headlights like. Marcus Mariota was last night. It, this dude is just going with the flow. I think it works well for him. And I do think Jacksonville's got something to build on here. If Jacksonville doesn't, if they're not successful, it's not going to be because of the quarterback position here. But good news for Jacksonville. Tennessee, I don't know, Dane, what do you do? Are you are you pulling the plug on the Marcus Mariota experiment at this point? I'm seriously considering it the same as Vrabel is. You know, I don't know if this is the exact time to do it. We got to look at their schedule a little bit and things like that. But here's what I'll say. If I'm a defensive coordinator facing the Tennessee Titans these days, I will 
I will put Wait. eight, nine, 15 mm. men, all 53 men on the active roster. <laughs> I'll put them in the box to stop Derrick Henry. I will play press man coverage against your wide receivers, and I am going to force Marcus Mariota to beat me from the pocket. And if he can, I'll tip my cap because guess what? I don't think he can. All right. Mm. And, and, and don't get me wrong. A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey. And I know there's a lot of stuff about Jalen Ramsey right now, but A.J. Bouye and, De- and Jalen Ramsey are one of the best cover tandems at cornerback in the NFL. Okay, yep. And so they are uniquely able to do that. But Calais Campbell was in the backfield all night last night also. So they got an issue at offensive line without their stud young tackle, Jeff Con- uh, Conklin. But I don't think if you take this running game away and, and kind of neutralize Henry – which should be the focus of defenses. I just don't see how Mariota beats you. He was he was missing badly, Joe. We were on we were on in game live together and we were, you know, kind of talking off air and stuff like that. He he was missing open yeah. wide receivers at some points down the field. It looked really bad. Now, I don't know if Tannehill could be any worse, but I know that you said it yourself. He can stand and deliver from the pocket a little bit more. And I, I got to see, I got to feel like if there's more like uh, more outings like this, they are going to have to make the switch. But there's a reason, Joe, that the Tennessee Titans under eight wins was one of my biggest uh, you know, season win total bets earlier this season. Yeah, it's um, it's not good, and, and you know, body language is everything. Now, yeah. from a prop standpoint, last night, if you and and we laughed about it, Dan and I here on yeah, the, the show yesterday because we were looking at the the numbers, the passing yards number, and you know, Minshew was the rookie was over two hundred and twenty yards. Yeah, and we're laughing because they didn't even have they didn't even have the number of two hundred yards for Marcus Mariota, right. and we're laughing, going, "Are you kidding me? Like they don't even think he's going to throw two hundred yards?" Well. Because of that game, in a way, it was he threw over 300 yards, so that was a that was a good bet. The over 197 yards. Yeah, uh, Minshew did not. He did not hit the uh, did not hit the completions, which I think was a 22, 23 somewhere yeah, along he goes those 20 lines. Of 30 for 204 yards, and he didn't hit also the the passing yards, but right. again, didn't need to. Um, Fournette <laughs> ended up with positive yardage, but guys, he was awful until a late 69 yard run in the fourth quarter. He was minus eight yards up until that particular point in the game. Uh, the running game, you can't expect Minshew moving forward to be the end all be all. The kid is extremely accurate and he's great, but you've got to get Leonard Fournette going, man. Uh, you know, the number was, I think 70 yards somewhere around that game. Yeah was his total, which would have been great if he had a halfway decent game up to that 69-point run, that 69-yard run. But um, they've got to figure out a way to get him going, especially with go- because the more and more tape teams get on Minshew, it's going to get it harder here in the NFL for him. They've got to figure out how to get him going. I agree with you, Joe. But at the same time, what I'll say is that Fournette was seeing the same kind of stacked boxes that yeah. I'm saying that you need to have Derrick Henry in. And it's just, yeah. you know... At some level, yeah, you, you can say, oh, in the third quarter, Fournette had negative four rushing yards, right? But you got to watch the game. They were in the backfield. They're bringing nine all the time to stop Fournette. Here's the difference. 
Gardner Minshew then made some plays, made Mm -hmm. some throws, made the exact throws that Marcus Mariota was not able to make and, you know, forcing the defense, you know, out of it a little bit, right? Because of what we see out of Gardner Minshew, I don't know that next week Jacksonville opponent is going to be able to do the same thing. They're going to have to respect that Gardner Minshew can beat them, okay? And I'll also echo this when we go just real back to Tennessee real quick, Joe. You're right. The defense did not play bad, okay? Let's not forget that the Jacksonville first touchdown came off a muff punt when they got the ball first and goal, like on the six-yard line, right? So that was the defense in a real bad spot. And outside of that, there was really only one Jacksonville drive, you know, that um, the one that ended going to DJ Chark. um, Right. That actually was Minshew kind of driving the ball downfield, you know? So the defense – or the special teams with the muff pump put them in a bad spot. So I agree. It's yep. not the defense. But Minshew proved that he could beat you over the top, that he could make, yep. you know, put it up there and let his wide receivers have a chance to make a play. And that's what you got to do if you're the wide receiver trying to help out a sixth round draft pick. Joe, yep. did you see the the end of the game? The press game conference, the press conference like on or on NFL Network, they had Gardner Minshew on set with like Steve Smith and De- and and, uh, and you know Michael Irvin and and then like his dad and the family comes right. on. Gardner Minshew, man, veteran. Okay, let me tell you something. Answering questions, literally, Michael Irvin at one point was like, "Yo, I gotta give you that for that answer." Like he right. was like you said, cool as a cucumber. The legend is growing. Down there, yes, so. it is. Really? Yeah, it is. Six round pick. Nobody wanted him. Could could find a starting quarterback though, just like Every that. Diamonds in the rough. Woo, could be a thirty for thirty before it's all said and done. More yeah. Megan Rain next. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to the book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept, where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Fantasy football frenzy. OJ Howard versus the New York Giants. Or Delaney Walker at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Traditionally, the Giants have a lot of issues guarding tight ends. Mm-hmm. So I want to go OJ Howard, but man, he's looked terrible so far. And I do mean terrible. Giants secondary is, uh, bottom line is this. The matchup is too good for yeah. me not to start out. I got to give him one more shot here. But I have Walker in my top 10 as well. Watch live weekdays, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Zumo TV, channel 719. All right, so the start of week three in the NFL, it is uh, it is underway, even though uh, last night, uh, if you're a Tennessee Titan fan, you got way more questions than you have answers. Uh, but the bottom line is a win is a win, and the Jags are on their way, and that is now back-to-back divisional losses for the Tennessee Titans in what is in all likelihood going to be a wide-open division there if teams can uh, put it together. But I will say this, uh, it is... Only week three in the NFL season and barring anything crazy uh, injuries, uh, for instance. Now, if you're Tennessee, um, you didn't start out like a house of fire last year either, but you still have some pieces there. That defense was very, very good. And as long as you can get some defense, you can get some quality defensive play there and give your offense a chance to be able to get uh, figure it out. You're going to be okay. I do think also that uh, that Derrick Henry is an absolute underrated beast uh, in this league. And I think that if they can figure out some way to get him going, I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see what goes on because that division is wide open. Now, what does that mean moving forward when you've got a disgruntled shutdown corner going? I want outs. Uh, that remains to be seen. They did win. He didn't answer a lot of questions afterwards. I don't blame him. There's really nothing else to say at this point. Uh, there are an awful lot of teams, the rumors are, that are very interested in jailing Ramsey, including the possibility of a couple of, you know, first round, very high draft picks uh, for him, for a guy that's going to be in his prime. So we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Winning sometimes has a way of working yep. itself out. But I don't think they're going to give him away just to give him away or trade him. I do think that if a team is willing to pay the hefty price, I do think there is a price, Dane, that Coughlin's just – you can't say no to. Like what Houston gave for Tunsil, yeah. uh, you can't say no. Like you've got to go and, and you've got to do that. But I do think they showed rookie quarterback, maybe maybe this Minshew kid like you said, man. He, the guy is an old soul. He's light years ahead of really some is. of the younger guys that we have really seen is. before in this spot. And crazier things have happened. And But there's something you can't deny with the kid. He's got a great attitude and personality where putting into this situation, it don't matter where you, he could be playing in the street. Like nothing phases this kid. Like, you he know like what I mean? He's like a, three times. He went to community exactly. college. He didn't even think he was like going to play. Like he Six thought he was going to be a high school coach. 
Like, he didn't right. even think he was going to play football. And I was like, burn his mustache. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, this exactly. is all gravy from here on in. Yep. And you know what? It's not he, – he's just like he was. You you pull back tape, man. He, he's – demeanor's the same. Everything is the same, which is, I think, a big reason why when they were coming after him last night, and they were – the guy's pocket presence was maybe the most impressive thing to me where slid over, didn't panic, nothing rushed, wait for it. And his accuracy is what's going to keep him in this league for 15 years. His ability to put the ball, drop dimes. Yes, he doesn't have a cannon, guys. We all know that. But you know what? Doesn't have to have a cannon if you're putting the ball on mark every time. And impressive. So now if I'm Ramsey, I'm going, all right, the quarterback system's not nearly as dire as I thought it was. Now we're starting to play, you know, the defense is good, uh, you know, kind of hard to all of a sudden go, all right, now get me out of here. You know, it's kind of hard to face your teammates. I don't know. He, they may still very well get an offer they can't refuse, but you got to think Jalen Ramsey's going, wow, this might be a little bit better than I thought it was. Have we ever seen like a trade demand get like formally rescinded, Joe? You know what yeah. I mean? Have we ever, uh, like, on social you. media, you yeah. know, like, does he, like, add the Jaguars logo back to his profile? You know, that sort of thing. True. Um, You're right. Because, honestly, here's the way I look at it, Joe. You know, Jalen Ramsey may hate Doug Marone. He may hate Tom Coughlin. He may hate the right. organization. Right? And But... What do you think that locker room was like last night, Joe? You know what I mean? I bet it was a nice – I bet it was a fun place to be. You know what I, I mean? They're, they're trying to talk him out of it too. I bet right. you anything. And, and, and <laughs> you know, for months, for, for the month of July and the month of August, right, this guy was bleeding, sweating, and crying with Calais Campbell, mm-hmm. with Miles Jack, with Jack, right, with A.J. Bouye, right? And now – these guys are in that locker room last night being like, yeah, Saxonville is back. Let's get this. We got a kid. Let's mm-hmm. roll. The division is open. Let's do it. Right. And Jalen, and you tell me that Jalen Ramsey is going to look Calais Campbell in the eye and be like, nah, mm-hmm. man, I want out of here. I just don't see how that happens, Joe. You know what I mean? Especially yep. after the performance of the Jacksonville Jaguars defense last night, Joe. I mean, they were kind of back to their 2017 form, right? Mm-hmm. Nine sacks, the kid Josh Allen, the draft pick causing havoc, Calais Campbell causing havoc. And I told you, AJ Bouye and Jalen and Ramsey are is possibly the best cover combo in the NFL right now, right? Yes. And if you've got a quarterback, I remember this team went to the AFC Championship game with Blake Effin Bortles as their quarterback. So I I just find it hard. You, we say winning is a great deodorant, and I accept that Jalen Ramsey maybe doesn't like Marone and the the office, the front office. But it's going to be real hard to look those players, those teammates, his brothers in the eye and be like, nah, forget this. I'm going to abandon you guys. Well, and again, Dan, why play last night? If you truly are checked out, like you can't do it, you hate Why the hell did you play? Like you could have taken yourself out and said, you know what? Trade me. I'm at it. You know, it's not like he didn't draw this line in the sand because if he did, his ass wouldn't have been in uniform and on the field last night risking it, right? I mean, you can't say I'm out here for my teammates in one breath and then, you know, risk your career and your ability to be able to play. Like, make up your mind. You're either on the side of your teammates, your brother in arms. Uh, you can all hate the man, like you said. What does that got to do with what happens on the football field? I thought it was very telling. Him going out of his way to say I'm playing. 
I think that right there is an indicator that, you know what, I think he's, if he feels he owes it to his teammates before last night's game, how, what the hell is he going to feel like now we win and you're going to leave? That's what I'm saying. Like, I would have loved to have been a fly in the Jacksonville Jaguars locker room at about 1230 a.m., you know, because it was probably a pop in place. Okay, Gardner Minshew's the cult hero. This defense is doing it again. Like, how do you walk away from that right now? You know what I mean? And to be quite honest, and you are seen as a linchpin to that success. That's correct. Like you yep. are you're seen as one of the the the, the key members that enables this to happen. Okay, mm-hmm. like we're I, just be careful for what you wish for, Ramsey. You know what I mean? Like the grass is always greener, kind of thing. I don't know, man. I I really think because also it felt, and they made this point on the post game on NFL Network. It felt like MJD was saying, because, you know, former Jaguar, that he was talking to fans, that he was in the owner's box, that everybody associated with the Jaguars are like, we're better with Jalen Ramsey. Look at what's happening on the field. We ain't trading them. You know, that sort of thing. So I I just don't see it. He doesn't own. He doesn't have the car like you set last night. The precedent, Jalen, you first of all, you can say what you want, but the Jags ultimately have the decision to make. They could go. You either play for us. or You don't play for anybody. Or, you know, or they can acquiesce to you. But you basically sent the message last night that it's my teammates over everything else. How the hell is that going to change now, man? Like, there's nothing you can, you know, and if the if the ownership goes, we ain't trading you, okay? I mean, we, we appreciate it. We'll work it out at the end of the year. What's he, he's not going to sit, what's he going to do now? You, you didn't leave him last night. Last night was the time for you to draw that line in the sand, and you didn't do it. So mm-hmm. if I'm Coughlin, I go, I we've got him. Like, there's no way he's going to let down his uh, his teammates, right? So why trade him at that point? Why? I I agree. There's no reason to trade him. Now, if someone comes and blows the doors off and gives yeah. you a deal, like, okay, I accept that, right? But this idea that... Like like Minka Fitzpatrick, for example, is demanding this trade, and we got to flip. I don't think that's the case, but I do nope. think it's interesting, Joe. This is our poll question today: Will Jalen Ramsey be on the Jaguars by Tuesday morning? And right now, Joe, fifty-four percent of the poll says no that they mm. will in fact make this move. I'm just saying, you know how we're like in the preseason, we were like, hey, if Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson play well, then Melvin Gordon loses leverage. You know, right. like. What happened last night that makes you think it's more likely that he's going to get traded? Nothing to me. If anything, this is proof positive that he's going to ride with his team, that his teammates want him rallied around this drama, that they've got a quarterback they can believe in, and that the organization knows damn well that they're a better team with Jalen Ramsey locking down half the field. That's what I saw last night. I don't think he's going. Yeah, he said that there was, and it wasn't even Doug Marone. You know, he had mentioned in a uh, in a podcast that he had done that it was the some things were said that he felt disrespected in a meeting with management after the game. So somebody basically, and you know how you know Coughlin probably told him, "Listen, you know, yeah. you know, shut your ass, be quiet, sit over in the corner." <laughs> And he felt disrespected by it. Oh, but I mean, there's that is different oh, from. Oh, oh. You didn't pay me. You know what I mean? You didn't or you shortchanged me. There's, getting offended because somebody said something you're not like is a lot easier to overcome than, let's say, you know, Melvin Gordon right now who's going, give me my give me my money. Like, he's, it's not a money thing with him. He's going to get paid and he knows it. 
it's more of a you didn't show me any respect. So more millennial ego. Oh, I feel disrespected. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. It, Remember yesterday, Joe, literally yesterday, and I heard it three times as a commercial on air yesterday. Right. I, you know, you asked me, what about Jalen? And I was like, I don't know what these millennial athletes. Yeah. I can't get in the head of Jalen Ramsey. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said, because look at today. We're all like, maybe he flip flops. You know what I mean? The only holdout that I understand right now is Trent Williams, because he thought he had something wrong and he had a tumor. And the medical staff said, yeah, rub some dirt on it. That mm-hmm. I understand. Jalen yeah. Ramsey's bruised ego. Come on, sack up and play for your team. You got a contract. I agree, man. I agree. I think uh, could be a little different tune in that locker room here moving forward. But it extended time, so we'll see what happens. We'll also take a look at uh, at some of these games coming up this week. Monster Week 3 in the NFL. We'll do that coming Not up. Let's tumor. make it rain. Boom. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trip as nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at Roto 
rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. All right, getting ready here. College football tonight, FIU, uh, Butch Davis and company uh, getting ready to showcase what they got on a down year, taking on Louisiana Tech. You got Utah-USC Pac-12 matchup, and let's go to the Mountain, Mountain West Air Force, taking on Boise State, Battle of the Undefeateds. Uh, Great games on tap here tonight with very distinct sides being taken from a public perspective and a sharp perspective and we'll we'll tell you what that is coming up here but let us not forget let us celebrate and let us acknowledge step one calhoun at first two men out ninth inning yankees lead nine one and the one two swing and a miss and the yankees win and they are champions of the american league east yeah, first time since uh, 2012. They dominated the Angels last night. They go ahead. Uh, they win 9-1, but they're not done yet. Kind of a low-key celebration as they realize, hey, there's still a half a game behind the Astros for home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Dodgers are there, too. If it so happens, the Dodgers end up making it through. There are still games, 10 days to play. They know it. Uh, it's nice that they got it out of the way, but the truth is there's more there's more to play. And of course, we told you Giancarlo Stanton got activated uh, this week and he's been in the lineups and it's good to have him back. But for the Yankees, who have had 30 people go on the IL this year, 30 and still won 100 games, wow. it, it's hard to believe. Uh, every time they get a bit of good news, they end up, uh, they get another set of news that just is a head scratcher. And of course, we learned uh, yesterday that the uh, MLB had put uh, Domingo Herman uh, on leave. He's got uh, a leave of absence right now under the domestic violence policy. Stories all over the place yesterday regarding him hitting his girlfriend in front of uh, a major league Wasn't it baseball out at the CC rep- charity event. <laughs> yeah, but and and ultimately that's not what happened. The the ultimate story here is that they were at the event earlier in the night whatever took place to cause this took place in their own home and they got home there were no witnesses there's nothing along those lines but whatever it is there's enough evidence that the yankees herman and major league baseball no, nobody's even fighting about it there is it's just a given at this point that he's going to be on a leave of absence and the way the way he was talking about it last night, Boone, is that they have already made plans on they're moving on without Domingo Harmon. So any I any thoughts of him being a part of the roster for their October 4th divisional series opening uh, in all likelihood against the Minnesota Twins? Yeah, it ain't happening. So it, it does look like no matter what comes of this, uh, it could very well be the Yankees have already moved on from Domingo Harmon. And it's so strange because he just pitched Wednesday. So the stories didn't make any sense when they came out yesterday. Who knew what and when? But the Yankees are certainly, from a PR standpoint, letting the world know that, yeah, no, Major League Baseball is doing what they're doing. And, you know, it's uh, we've already we've basically moved on from Domingo Herman. And since there's nobody countering this argument, I don't hear any of Domingo, uh, Domingo Herman's people. There ain't nobody stepping up over the last 24 hours telling us how he's being wronged 
Uh, you kind of believe the fact that maybe the Yankees know, he knows, Major League Baseball knows. Yeah, he's probably not going to be around for anybody to play with anytime soon either. So yet, all right, Yankees got to overcome yet another obstacle here in Domingo Herman. Yep, I talk about it as like for this Yankee season. When you said 30 guys on the IL, that's absolutely ridiculous. That includes a stint for Herman. Remember mm-hmm. earlier in the year when he was leading the major league in major league baseball and wins. But you know, I keep on saying that's like the sacrifice to the gods. You know, we get Severino back, Batances goes down. We get Stanton back, Herman has this issue, right? As far as his eligibility on the roster, I like the way you framed it though, Joe. When you played the clip of the last out of that game, and you you said it was step one. And that is the way I think the Yankees and Yankees fans should look at it, right? Like, I don't need a big celebration to win the division when I have designs on winning the whole damn thing, okay? So I like that that's the way they approach it. It's just step one of their ultimate goal. But then you mentioned something, Joe, that I truly wanted to ask you. Because I've been asking a lot of people, and I think valid arguments could be made on both sides. Um, You said when they start on October 4th, and you said likely against Minnesota— well, that's really still up for debate, right? They're, they're right there with Houston on who will be the one seed and who will be the two seed. The two seed will see Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the team in the AL with the best record, whether that's Houston or New York, will see whoever comes out of this wild card gauntlet, right, of Oakland, Tampa, and, and, and Cleveland, right, who, where the Rays and the Indians are now in a flat-footed tie with mm. nine games left to play. That's going to be very exciting. Joe. I almost would rather be the two seed. Mm-hmm. You know, I would almost rather see Minnesota. We have talked all year long about how Minnesota, we don't think their game translates to playoff baseball. The Nelson Cruz injury, he just went down. I, the Yankees have the twins number kind of thing for decades, right? I would almost, Joe, rather see Minnesota because I also believe that whoever comes out of that, Oakland, Tampa, Cleveland, I think they're a bigger threat than Minnesota. And I would almost sacrifice home field advantage in the ALCS against potentially the Astros for the chance to have Oakland or Tampa or Cleveland knock off Houston, clearing my path, making giving me an easier route. Now, I know it's always like, be careful what you wish for, but I've seen Oakland sweep the Astros. I've seen Oakland beat Verlander and Cole and Grinky. You know what I mean? I, I think Tampa, Cleveland can do it if they run out, uh, you know, Clevenger and Bieber these days. I don't know, Joe. Would you rather see Minnesota and not have home field in an ALCS, a potential matchup against Houston, or be the one seed, guaranteed home field, but then have to maybe see a tougher wild card opponent? If I'm them at this point, I just don't care. All that this team has been through with the injuries and how resilient they have been. If if I'm a Yankee, if I'm in that clubhouse, you've got a feeling of I don't care who we got to play, where we got to play them. Uh, they're, they yeah, gotta have a, this feeling of invincibility <laughs> right now, because every time something good happens to them, they end up having to come back from something bad. And, and to win a hundred games this year, given what this team has been through throughout the entire process, it, it's unprecedented. And that's got to build over 162 games. That's got to build a certain cockiness. And yes, it's the Yankees, but they've never seen anything like Yankees were always expected to win. Like given what they've had to go through this year with those guys and all of the guys that stepped in and there's gotta be, it's a different feeling for this team going. Yeah. It would be nice to have, obviously listen, anytime you got to beat the Yankees in a, in a big series and they have home field, of course you would obviously want that. But I, I do think there's gotta be 
a feeling among these guys that there is nothing, no matter what, there is nothing you can throw at them that they can't overcome. And I think that's going to work in their favor, no matter who it is that they get. Obviously, it would be nice to have home home field, but if it doesn't work out that way, I with what this team has had to go through this year, I a hundred games and you won the e, dude. No other when yeah. when have we ever seen a team lose all of their stars like this and still manage to do what they've done? It's so unique that I think it it's actually helped build the character of this team this year. I don't think it's going to matter to them. I really don't. Okay, well, I, you listen, Joe. You know, shout out to Gio Urshela and yeah. Mike Talkman and Cameron Mabin. You know, these guys who, like we said, and, and, and Mike Ford. You know, these guys who are literally in July and August. We were literally like, who? But they're scoring 14 runs. You know what I mean? So, what do you think Stanton was thinks, though? Like, what do you amazing. think the guys that have been like Stan, guys that are just guys that you were you missed? Uh, you know, if it wasn't for those dudes, guys, you wouldn't be in the postseason right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're right, Joe. If you ask a member of the Yankees, they'll be like, bring it on. We don't care. If we play our game, we're confident. And that's the right answer. But, like, I, I really wonder because I do believe that Oakland and Cleveland and Tampa are a more serious threat right now in playoff baseball than Minnesota. And I wonder if it's like I almost would rather let Oakland take their shot at the Astros so that to clear the path for me. Um, but. We'll see. But yes, you're right. The Yankees have to feel good no matter who is in front of them because they have dealt with so much adversary, adversity. Uh, yeah. 30 people on the IL. Their ace made their, his first start of the season in mid-September, for God's sake. Exactly. <laughs> I, but I don't think you could. They could play in a parking lot somewhere. I don't think they would feel that they're ever going. And I think it's going to work to their favor because there's going to come a time where they're either down yeah. You know, it's not the 108-win Red Sox last year where everything they touched turned to gold. Nothing the Yankees touched turned to gold here. They've had to overcome everything, and I think that's going to serve them real, real well, especially with some of these young, let's face it, in all likelihood, step up again at some point in the playoffs. And knowing that they've already done it, I think this is a huge advantage for the Yankees. If I'm, and I think the, the better question is, if I'm Minnesota, if I'm Houston, if I'm the Indian, who or the A's, like who do you want to play opening round? Like who would you want to play if you're the?